With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Joe Pugh for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Delighted to be here in Stratford by. The, the president of the WBC himself, Mauricio Suleiman. Thank you for a, a lovely lunch here. We had a, a great boxing chat for the past couple of hours and uh, just a fantastic way to finish your trip over, in, in, over here in England. Yes, it has been a tremendous trip. Uh, we're closing the year with a bang. 60,000 at Tottenham, over 150,000 tickets sold by Tyson Fury in a year. Uh, demonstrating his greatness and his power in the sport, his uh, leadership, his loyalty to the WBC. I'm just very, very proud of this uh, weekend that I spent here. Yeah, let's talk about that to start off with then. Tyson Fury versus Derek Chisora. It was a massive event at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Just first of all, just a word on the magnitude of that event here in London. It was massive uh, to see the British fans, which are the best in the world, uh, to see them enjoy and sing and chant was uh, something that will always be remembered. Uh, we did go to the Gloves Up, Knives Down uh, program before going to the stadium right there in Tottenham. And uh, I was humbled to see the work that they do to inspire kids to stay away from the dangers of uh, what society can lead you to. And from there we went to the stadium and it was just immediate, the climate that I felt. In the middle of the winter, so cold, and it was a packed stadium with everybody enjoying family atmosphere and Tyson Fury at his best. Let's talk about the fight itself. And it's uh, received some criticism in the build-up. Was there any ever any doubt in your mind to allow Derek Chisora to be the opponent for the WBC World Heavyweight title? Absolutely not. Uh, Derek Chisora has been a proven attraction, a world-level boxer, ranked in the WBC after, after he defeated Pulev. And uh, you see Fury coming off two Wilder fights, one white fight, the mandatory, so 
Why not? Uh, he deserves a voluntary defense. He tried to fight Joshua. He tried to fight Usyk in this night. They were not available, so it was correct, and it proved to be a good fight. He was competitive. He was trying to win at all times. I am sorry the corner didn't stop the fight before. Uh, he took uh, additional punishment that he should not have, but thank God he's okay. And just you mentioned about the Joshua fight could have happened. You obviously work closely with Tyson. In your mind, was there ever a possibility that you thought that fight was going to happen for December? Yes, yes. I was led to believe that uh, it was a firm offer. I don't know any details. I don't know what happened. Uh, we officially were informed there was a possibility of the fight, but uh, the end didn't happen. Tyson Fury's now made light work of Dillian White and Derek Chisora. It, is that just a sign of how good he is? Absolutely. I mean, he, he has made a statement. Uh, he knocked out Wilder twice uh, in dramatic fashion. Then, with one punch, he knocked out Dillian White. And then he absolutely dominated uh, soundly Chisora through 10 rounds. So, there's no doubt he's the best heavyweight. And then after the fight, Alexander Rusik gets in the ring. They've stared down and it sets up the biggest fight in world boxing, the undisputed heavyweight title fight for 2023. How confident are you that that can finally happen? I am very confident. I believe it is going to happen. This is the right time. Uh, all the stars are aligned to it. So there is no objection in my belief, from any sanctioning organization, so it should proceed and happen. For the WBC and for the boxing world as a whole, how important is it to have one champion, especially at the top of the heavyweight division, the, the glamour division? It is very important for the fans. The fans like undisputed champions. They like to see clarity. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the reality and the facts are different. There are four world organizations that have different rules, different agendas, and at times it is complicated to maintain a unified champion. But for the fans, it's very important. Uh, and we support him and we try to do our best to keep him as that. Over the past week, in the build-up to the Chisora fight, there's been some discussion whether the IBF might get in the way of that fight potentially happening. I know you talk to the guys at the IBF quite regularly. Do you think that there is a possibility that they might put a stop to this undisputed fight? I don't know. I, I truly don't know. I hope uh, the fight takes place and it goes for all the four belts. Tyson Fury said in the week also that he would never fight for that IBF title again after what happened with him after his win against Vladimir Klitschko. Knowing Tyson, do you think he's just saying that or do you think he will go on to fight for that title? I don't know. I can only talk about the WBC. I know he's very proud of the WBC. We're very proud of him and he has shown uh, a great leadership, a great ambassador role, a role model as our champion. So... I can only talk about WBC. In your mind, though, because there's a bit of confusion of who is the next mandatory uh, to call their mandatory. So in the heavyweight division, in, with the rotation system put in place, who do you think is the next, uh, next governing body to call their mandatory challenger? If Tyson Fury wins, then it would be the WBC next in line because he's coming from the WBC side.
If uh, USIG wins, then uh, we will have to see and understand what's the rotation that they have at this moment. And that final eliminator is uh, looks like it's going to be Deontay Wilder versus Andy Ruiz. As far as, far as final eliminators go, that's some um, mega fight in its own right, isn't it? Sensational. That, that's, a, that's a real mandatory. Uh, the winner of Ruiz Wilder. It's a real mandatory contender for the heavyweight champion of the world. So that's what we try. The, the value and the recognition and the level of the mandatory contender has to be the best at all times. I know you said over lunch that you love coming to the UK and these events are so massive. Do you think it would be good to get potentially Deontay Wilder if he wins finally over here in the UK to fight Tyson Fury for the fourth time? That would be a tremendous. Uh, Wilder in the UK, I'm sure he, he would be a tremendous impact. He's a, a, he has a tremendous power uh, both inside the ring and outside the ring. He's a leader. He has uh, put down Fury four times, has been very close to knocking him out. So a fourth fight, of course, it's welcome. If they fight ten times, it will be ten great fights. Over the weekend, we also saw a fantastic finale to a trilogy, Estrada Chocolatito. What did you make of that fight? Did you watch it? I think they have put the table for a fourth fight. <laughs> they, they, they are just uh, made one for each other. They make a boxing humble and proud. They are tremendous athletes, great stories, and it was a tremendous fight. I want to talk to you about Conor Ben Maurizio. I know you can't say too much because it is an ongoing legal matter. But just as far as Conor's involvement with your programme... The, the clean boxing. What time scale did this all happen and when did you find about the adverse findings? It is all uh, being discussed. Uh, the investigation is ongoing. The protocol of the clean boxing program is taking place right now. We're getting all the documents and papers from his side. Uh, we're going to have a hearing and then eventually the WBC will put out the ruling with all the explanation. So if it goes against Conor Ben, do you, do you think we will see him with a ban? Not just from the WBC's point of view, but from a wider boxing licensing? I don't know what any other instance uh, would do, and I don't like to speculate. I'd rather have the whole process go through, and then we will see what that uh, ruling is. We know Varda handles uh, your policy. So with that in mind, when did you actually find out about this when it first came ahead? Was it before the falling out of this with the Eubank fight? This will be out in the whole ruling. You are very clever. You, you ask the same question in a different way. But uh, uh, I'm sure you can appreciate that I cannot say uh, specific things at this moment because we're going through the process and uh, this could interrupt the the management of the protocol. You rumbled me there, Maurizio. You rumbled me. Your, your experience with these questions. Just last one on that. When would you like to see this all resolved? I hope that by the end of December, by December, uh, we have a final ruling on the case. I just want to talk about the lightweight division. It's finally got some clarity. We've got one champion 
Devin Haney and it looks like he'll be taking on Vasily Lomachenko in the early parts of next year. Just a word on that fight because it's a fantastic fight, isn't it? Yes, uh, a word on that fight is that I'm very pleased on the process that the WBC handled. Uh, it was through the franchise designation that we're closing a great cycle of great fights. It all started with Haney as the interim champion of the WBC, as Lomachenko, petitioned to fight for the vacant title, then petitioned for the uh, franchise designation. Uh, I, I know there has been criticism about it, uh, but it, it, the reality is and the facts are that we enjoyed so many great fights in these last three years. Uh, fights by, uh, by Haney, defeating Gamboa, Linares, Cambosos twice, uh, Teofimo defeating Lomachenko, Cambosos defeating Teofimo, Ryan Garcia with Luke Campbell. So many fights that happened in the division. But now it's finally closed. Devin Haney is the undisputed champion. He has been the undisputed champion. And now uh, we have uh, against Lomachenko, so it's going to be tremendous. Excellent. And uh, just run, run me through your 2022. What are your highlights of the year? Because you had that fantastic convention in Acapulco. What are the highlights for you? What stands out? Well, the highlights was, of course, the convention with the unity of the boxing community. Over uh, 1,700 uh, delegates from all over the world. Women's boxing making it to the great times. Selling out Madison Square Garden, selling out the O2. Tyson Fury selling over 150, 160,000 tickets in a year. Uh, the massive class uh, that we did in Mexico City for the Guinness record for the biggest boxing class. Um, uh, Canelo against Triple G, the third fight. Chocolatito against Estrada. Devin Haney defeating Cambosos twice. It's been a tremendous year and I'm very happy for it. You mentioned Canelo. He's obviously a massive ambassador for the WBC, representing them for years now. And we've now got a bit of clarity. Hopefully he will be out in May next year. I think his operation went well. Have you spoke to Canelo and how is he? He's doing very well. He's going through rehab. Uh, we will know what are his plans I guess in the coming month, uh, this time he's just relaxing and, and concentrating on getting better. John Ryder beat Zach Parker for the WBO interim super middleweight title. Do you think that is a fight that you would be happy for Canelo to take in, mate? Uh, I don't know. As I said, uh, he's got uh, his rehab uh, going through. If that is a possibility... I know that uh, the British wants to see Canelo in, here in, in the UK. I know Canelo wants to fight in the UK, so that would be a great possibility. Uh, but there are many fights that he can take on, so we'll see what happens. How important for you is it to see Canelo in with the winner of Plant versus Benavidez, which hopefully we're going to see soon? Well, that's a mandate of the WBC. That's a fight that has been ordered. Uh, we're going to see Benavides plant. The winner will be the mandatory. But the times are, to, are yet to be determined. 
fantastic. Just a couple more, Maurizio. What are the chances you think we get to see Canelo in the UK? Every fan wants it. It'd be absolutely massive. Whether that's John Ryder, and we were discussing it over dinner, potentially that Canelo wouldn't actually have to fight a Brit because he's just got that star quality. For you, would you like to see Canelo not just fight in the UK, but then start moving around all the countries because he's a massive commodity in himself, isn't he? Yes, and, and he loves it. He loves to see and, and to give himself to the people. He's a humble man. He's a, 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 a great attribute to the sport, a good ambassador to the WBC. He loves to be around people and, and to make them feel special. He would love to be here in, in, in the UK. Last one then. Going into 2023, what fights would you like to see in an ideal world? We get all the big ones, but we know it's easier said than done in boxing. But what fights do you want to see and what fights do you believe the WBC can make happen? I would love to see Fury Usyk, Spence Crawford. Uh, I'm looking forward to see Heini Lomachenko, uh, Estrada Chocolatito 4, Canelo uh, against uh, Benavides or Plant or or Charlo would be great matches. Um, who else would I like to see? I'd like to see the rematch between the girls, uh, Amanda Serrano and Katie Taylor. That would be sensational. There's so many fights. <laughs> that Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano rematch, spoken about being at Croke Park. You thought Tottenham was loud. I think that's going to be, that could blow your ears off, Maurizio, that one. That would be massive. That would be massive, and, and I'm so happy for women. They have worked so hard, dedicated themselves so hard, and here they are in the big stage. Well, that makes it a fantastic way to end the interview there. Maurizio, thank you very much for uh, inviting us here today and having a great lunch, and hopefully to see much more of you in the next year, and have a fantastic Christmas, and I'll see you soon. Same to you. All the best, God bless, and thank you so much. Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.